listening. How are you? How are you? I'm going. I'm going. Going to mix some music. I'm going to do so in a way that tells a story. Something never, nobody's ever heard before. I have a crossfader. I call this the mixer. To DJ Dax. You turn up the dials, the wheel starts to turn. I have always loved music. Melody or a rhythm or a mood or an attitude. Feeling everything that's good is going on inside my body. Break, 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 break. In your, in your brain is this amazing musical computer. Using computers and synthesizers to create works. It's a language that's still evolving. <laughs> First century, turned on the radio, pop into the discotheque. You will know what this person's doing. Moving to the music. Moving to the music. It's my favorite part. You gotta have a door stops, door stops. That's, that's important. We all love music a great deal. Anthems, dance crazes, ballads, and marches. A remix. It is new music created from old music. Blend seamlessly. <laughs> that's how it goes. What what happens when the music stops? What what happens when the music stops? What what happens when the music stops? Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Haida Gwaii Radio. Thanks for joining us for a choice episode of Erratic Static. I'm your host, Laura Bishop, and tonight I'm flying solo because my partner in crime, Linnea, is off island. The inspiration for this episode originated from one of my most uh, guilty pleasures. Don't worry. Of my vices, this is probably the most benign. Sometimes I like to listen to top 40 mainstream popular music. You know, the kind of stuff that Ryan Seacrest and in his day Casey Kasem would endorse. Um, It's just easy to kind of drown out when you're working. But um, yeah, recently there have been parts of this kind of mainstream pop that have been jumping out at me and I've kind of noticed that they've been blatantly and unabashedly sampling from really popular songs which is something that I think is kind of a fairly new happening. It got me thinking a lot about the creative possibilities and the legal ramifications of using old media to make something new. Now, this isn't, as I said before, this isn't a modern phenomenon. People have been borrowing musical ideas from each other, mimicking them, making it their own, likely since the dawn of music itself. But I would argue that the nature of this sampling beast has changed in recent years. Uh, Not for better or worse, but just kind of an observation that I've made. So the initial, the song that I played initially uh, when we kicked off the show Um, was from a TED Talk, actually. Mark Ronson uh, did a TED Talk uh, all about sampling and kind of the history of sampling, and that was his introduction. So um, I'm just going to play a little snippet from that TED Talk where Mark talks about kind of what has taken place in the last 30 years that has sort of made sampling 
the the beast that it is today. That's what the past 30 years of music has been. That's the major thread. See, 30 years ago, you had the first digital samplers, and they changed everything overnight. All of a sudden, artists could sample from anything and everything that came before them, from a snare drum, from the funky meters, for a Ron Carter bass line, you know, the theme to The Price is Right. Albums like De La Soul's Three Feet High and Rising and the Beastie Boys Paul's Boutique looted from decades of recorded music to create these uh, sonic layered masterpieces that were basically the Sgt. Peppers of their day. And they weren't sampling these records because they were too lazy to write their own music. They weren't sampling these records to cash in on the familiarity of the original stuff. To be honest, it was all about sampling really obscure things, except for a few obvious exceptions like Vanilla Ice and Doon 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 that we know about. But the thing is, they were sampling those records because they heard something in that music that spoke to them, that they instantly wanted to inject themselves into the narrative of that music. They heard it, they wanted to be a part of it, and all of a sudden they found themselves in possession of the technology to do so. Not much unlike the way the Delta Blues struck a chord with the Stones and the Beatles and Clapton, and they felt the need to co-opt that music for the tools of their day. You know, in music, we take something that we love and we build on it. Okay, so again, that was Mark Ronson, and that was, he was talking about sampling. And so I really like that part. You know, in music, we take something we love and we build on it. And there is a difference between sampling outright, um, just like taking something and regurgitating it, and taking it and, like he said, injecting yourself into that music and being a part of it and kind of making it something your own or something that speaks to your generation, which uh, may be what's happening now with all of these uh, samples happening. So I'm just going to play one more clip from Mark. Um, yeah, talking about uh, why sampling is so much more than kind of copying or being lazy, why it is its own creative outlet. Oh, and rap world, we're going a little bit sample crazy. We're getting away from the obscure samples that we were doing, and all of a sudden everyone's taking these massive 80s tunes like Bowie, Let's Dance, and all these disco records and just rapping on them. These records don't really age that well. You don't hear them now because they borrowed from an era that was too steeped in its own connotation, you know? You can't just sort of hijack nostalgia wholesale. There has to be, it leaves the listener feeling sickly. You have to take an element of those things and then bring something fresh and new to it. Okay, so yeah, taking an element of the past and making something new of it. Um, so yeah, this, this new phenomenon, I wanted to kind of, um, yeah, what makes the, this, this pop use of, of samples different? To me, it's that um, it's, more, it's more of a blatant use. Uh, I feel like during um, the evolution of hip-hop and rap in the 80s and 90s, um, it relied quite heavily on sampling often taking samples from soul and from funk music of the 60s and 70s um, and looping them to repeat over and over again. Um, what's different now is that, that often before people were taking samples that were not as recognizable. But right now, um, yeah, in the, a lot of this, the 2017 popular music that uh, I've been <laughs> indulging in, uh, I've noticed it's been pretty obvious. And I thought it would be a really cool show idea to contrast um, the songs that are being sampled and the songs that are sampling. Um, so we're going to start off by uh, playing the first pair. And um, this is actually interesting because uh, this is a sample from a song that was released in 2016. 
So we're going to start with uh, Poltergeist by Banks, which is the inspiration for the song Stay by Alessia Cara and Zed. Alessia being one of Ontario's own, so a little Canadian content there for you. Change your mind 
So our first sample pair, um, that first song was Poltergeist by Banks, and that was released in 2016. And I followed it with uh, Stay by Alessia, Cara, and Zed, and they had sampled the song Poltergeist. Um, yeah, really interesting. A lot of people are starting to sample, artists are starting to sample um, very current songs. Um, but yeah, I guess, I guess it speaks to how available the digital recording software is now. Um, so digital sampling has been in existence since the 1960s. Um, the first commercially available models were Harry Mendel's Computer Music Melodeon and Fairlight's CMI, which is a computer musical instrument. But they were pretty prohibitive based on cost. So um, the CMI was the most popular, apparently. Uh, but uh, 
its price tag was about $18,000 in the 60s, which um, with inflation is equivalent to more than $58,000 today. So um, yeah, only artists with big money or who could get into a studio of a producer who had one um, would have that made available to them. So the sampling uh, in the 60s was often more just mimicking or taking pieces of other artists' music and um, infusing it into your own music and making it your own. It's estimated that Bob Dylan's, about two-thirds of Bob Dylan's music is sampled or borrowed or injected snippets. Um, some of his his uh, sampling, Bob Dylan's that is, um, was a little more blatant than others. But um, yeah, quite a few people have been able to trace back a lot of the tunes. And uh, this wasn't uncommon with folk singers of the time. I would imagine that most of them probably couldn't get their hands on a $58,000 computer musical instrument for which to digitally sample the music. Although maybe they would have if they could have. So we're going to play um, a few songs in a row here. Um, we'll uh, kick it off with um, a song called Body Language by Mandy versus Book of Shade. And this is from 2005. And um, yeah, I'm going to leave you to guess um, if you can name the song from uh, this month that uh, that sampled it. Please step back, it's my style, you're cramping You here for long, oh no, I'm just passing Do you wanna drink? Nah, thanks for asking Ooh, nah, nah, yeah. Don't act like you know me, like you know me Nah, nah, yeah. I am not your homie, not your homie Oh, yeah. 
If you are just tuning in, we are taking songs from Top 40 Pop 2017, and we are playing them back to back with the songs that they sampled. And uh, we're going to be working our way from most modern samples to the oldest sample that we have on the show tonight. And uh, the last song we're going to play tonight is the most sampled song according to the website Who Sampled, and it's been sampled 2,584 times, and that was in 19, and it was created in 1969. So the last pair we played was Body Language by Mandy versus Book of Shade, and that was released in 2005, and uh, we put it up next to the song that sampled it, which is called You Don't Know Me by Jax Jones featuring Ray, and that came out this year. Okay, we're going to move into a pair. Uh, both sampled songs were from 2003. So we're going to start out with Turn Me On by Kevin Little and uh, play the song that's next to it. Next, <clears throat> play the song that sampled it, 
see if you can guess which one it is. And the next, the other song that was sampled is "Sugar Sugar" by Baby Bash, featuring Frankie J.
goodbye. We can make our way outside. If they think they're gonna stop you coming with me, better change their minds. And he got us feeling right. And going home with me tonight. Let me hold you, go caress my body. You got me going crazy, oh. Turn me on, turn me on. Let me change you.
So two pairs of songs, um, both of them quite blatant in in the songs that they sampled. So the first one was Turn Me On by Kevin Little. And that was followed with uh, Cheat Codes and Dante Klein and their take on that with, that's called Let Me Hold You. And we followed that with Sugar Sugar by Baby Bash featuring Frankie J. And um, yeah, we followed that with the song that sampled it. Um, and that was Sugar by Robin Schultz and, featuring Francesco Yates. Both of those sampled songs from 2003. Um, so yeah, like we were saying before, sampling, not a new thing, but definitely a more readily available thing, considering um, our digital recording and transmitting is uh, so affordable and accessible. Case in point, us being able to broadcast an online radio station from Haida Gwaii. Um Something that I was thinking about as I was hearing these songs uh, initially was, uh, I wonder what the legal ramifications of this is. And um, without a doubt, there's a lot of debate about the validity of music that contains samples. So for example, the Grammy committee decided that if your song contains any kind of of content from a pre-written or pre-existing music, 
then you're ineligible for song of the year. Um, I don't know how they're going to police that because from my research, there is a ton of music that uses samples, if not uh, actual digital samples. Um, it mimics or copies the rhythm, melody, or tune of other songs. Um, but yeah, sampling kind of increased in popularity recently because of this accessibility. And um, more recently, as artists began to sample more popular tracks, and so things that we can identify right away with the naked ear, um, the copyright laws started catching up. And uh, that, I guess, initially made it increasingly difficult and expensive to sample music because, um, well, you got to pay the person who's, whose music you used because of uh, this fun thing called intellectual property. Um, but yeah, often, as I read, suing for damages, uh, it's not usually the original artists themselves, but it's the corporations that own their copyrights. So it's not even the people making the music who are making a fuss about these these uh, copyrights. It's um, the corporations being like, hmm, this is now popular and you used something that I've claimed as my own intellectual property and now I want to capitalize on that. So... um. Yeah, but it takes huge legal fees to protect yourself in court. So often it's, yeah, the corporations that will engage in that. And I would imagine that, and something else I noticed is that a lot of the songs that were sampled had sampled other songs. So maybe there's like a kind of a a common understanding among some artists that they're going to borrow and share and um, build upon music by by using other people's music. I guess flattery is the most... What do they say? Flattery. Uh, being, <laughs> mimicking is a flattery, I suppose, is what I'm trying to say. All right, we're going to move into um, the 90s, and we're going to kick it off with two songs from the late 90s and uh, and the songs that sampled them. Just 
that leaves you in a class with scrubs. Never rise. I don't find a surprise. And if you don't have the cheese to please me and bounce from here to the coast of overseas. So let me give you something to think about. Inundate your mind with intentions to turn you out. Can't forget to focus on the picture in front of me. Do it clear as DVD on digital TV screens. Satisfy my appetite with something spectacular. Check your vernacular and then I get back to ya. With diamond-like precision. Insatiable is what I envision. Can't detect acquisition from your friend's expedition. Mr. Oh, 
drum. Breathe you into my face, no. Drop it down to that bass drum. I got what you dream about. Nail scratch on my back, tat. Eyes close when you scream out and you keep me in with those hips. While my teeth sinking those lips. While your body's giving me life. And you suffocating my kiss. Then you said, I want you forever. Ain't no way we're not together. Scars on my body so I can take you wherever. Like, I want you forever. Even when we're not together. Scars on my body. I can look at you and never Your breath loves me like Novocaine, and we are always high. Keep it strange. Okay, yeah, I'm insane, but you're the same. Let me paint the picture. Oh, couch by the kitchen. Hey, nothing but your heels on. Losing our religion. You're my pretty little fiction, and I'm not voice inside your head that keeps telling you to listen to all the bad things I say and you said. I want you forever, even when we're not together. Scars on my body, so I can take you wherever like. studio i'm ugly eating popcorn right now that's my thematic snack i'm dropping it all over the floor i'm mixing up the order of my songs i'm getting my buttery my buttery fingers all over the soundboard not to mention i'm like painfully tongue-tied so the phrase i was trying to get out before i started putting the music on was imitation is the sincerest form of flattery okay so that pair of songs from the late 90s um, we started off with No Scrubs by TLC, one of my favorites from 1999. And um, the artist that sampled that song was Ed Sheeran with uh, Shape of You. Very subtle sampling. I wouldn't have known that unless I had researched it. But uh, yeah, if you're ever curious about if you recognize a hook in a song, 
and you're like, where did that come from? I know that you can go online to whosampled.com and it will tell you. And it will also create these giant chains of samples. So yeah, you can see who sampled which songs and which songs those sampled and so on and so on until the end of time. Until you're in a big knotted mess of sampling. Because everybody does it, it would appear. Um, the second pair was a fastball with Out of My Mind. That's from 1998. And I believe that 12-year-old Laura owned that album and listened to it on repeat. Sorry, Mom. I think you're listening. Hi, Mom. Sorry about inundating you with fastball in 1998. And we followed that with uh, Machine Gun Kelly and Camila Cabello and uh, their song Bad Things which, um, yeah, they kind of just recycled the chorus of uh, Fastballs out of my mind, but made it their own, so it's pretty sweet. All right, we're getting uh, into the mid-90s now with a couple songs. Ooh, yeah, this is a good, this is a good couple pairs, so without further ado...
Where the to all of y'all might have 
shimmy, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yeah. Drink, swalla, la, la. Drink, swalla, la, la. Swalla, la, la. Shimmy, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yeah. Drink, swalla, la, la. Drink, swalla, la, la. Let's be honest, no one wants to listen to that full song. Um, apologies, folks, about the no warning on the explicit content. Um, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> no one here to rein me in. Uh, anyway, we started off uh, that quad of songs with uh, Return of the Mac by Mark Morrison, that beautiful piano solo in the beginning. That's circa 1996. And uh, followed it with The Mac by Nevada, featuring Mark Morrison and Fetty Wap. So Mark got in on the the uh, sample sampling version as well. And uh, that was Shimmy Shimmy Ya by no other than Old Dirty Bastard. And that was uh, 1995. And um, Jason Derulo, uh, featuring Nicki Minaj and Ty Dolla Sign, who you didn't hear because we kind of faded it out um and their song swalla which uh takes that shimmy shimmy ya shimmy ya shimmy yay and uh makes it their own so if you're just tuning in um we are taking songs that were sampled and playing them with the songs that sampled them um for kind of a neat juxtaposition comparison opportunity and uh, we're going in a bit of a chronological order. So we started with uh, sampled songs that were most recent. So a song from 2016. And now we're into the mid-90s, heading into the early 90s. Um, which is kind of interesting that we got to play some ODB. Because, uh, yeah, that was... Uh, hip-hop and rap really were the genres that kind of took advantage of the sampling opportunities that existed in the 90s and um, kind of made it more mainstream. But uh, now we've got some uh, good old mainstream pop music sampling them. So it's kind of come come full circle. Um, speaking of some of the old school hip hop and rap artists, we'll move into the next set. Yeah, this album is dedicated to all the teachers that told me I never amount to nothing. To all the people that lived above the buildings that I was hustling from that called the police on me when I was just trying to make some money to feed my daughter. And all the niggas in the struggle. You know what I'm saying? It's all good, baby, baby. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Something pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. Hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap attack Mr. Magic Molly Mall. I let my tape rock till my tape pop. Smoking weed and bamboo, sipping on private stock. Way back when I had the red and black lumberjack with the hat to match. Remember rapping Duke? The hard, the hard. You never thought that hip hop would take it this far. Now I'm in the limelight because I rhyme tight. Time to get paid, blow up like the world's trade. Born sinner, the opposite of a winner. Remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner? Peace to Raw D, Brucey B, Kick and Free. Funk Master Flex, Love Bug Star Ski. I'm blowing up like you thought I would. Call a crib, same number, same hood. It's all good. Uh. And if you don't know, now you know, nigga. Uh. Yeah. 
know what Robin Leach, and I'm far from cheap. I smoke soap with my peeps all day. Spread love, it's the Brooklyn way. The Moet and Alize keep me pissy. Girls used to diss me, now they write letters 'cause they miss me. I never thought it could happen. This rapping stuff. I was too used to packing gats and stuff. Now honeys play me close like butter play toast. From the Mississippi down to the East Coast, condos and queens in dough for weeks. Sold out seats to hear Biggie Small speak. Living life without fear, putting five carrots in my baby girl ear. Lunches, brunches, interviews by the pool. Considered a fool 'cause I dropped out of high school. Stereotypes of a black male misunderstood, and it's still all good. Uh. And if you don't know, now you know, nigga. When I was dead broke, man, I couldn't picture this. 50 inch screen, money green leather sofa. Got two rides, a limousine with the chauffeur. Phone bill about two G's flat. No need to worry, my accountant handles that. And my whole crew is lounging, celebrating every day. No more public housing. Thinking back on my one room shack. Now my mom pimps a act with minks on her back. And she loves to show me off, of course. Smiles every time my face is up in the sauce. We used to fuss when the landlord dissed us. No heat. Wonder why Christmas missed us. Birthdays was the worst days. Now we sip champagne when we thirsty. Uh, damn right I like the life I live. 'Cause I went from negative to positive, and it's all. And if you don't know, now you know, nigga. Uh. And if you don't know, now you know, nigga.
All right. So we we started that with um, Juicy by uh, a notorious B.I.G. And that was from 1994. It was all a dream. He used to read Word Up magazine, salt and pepper and heavy D up in the limousine. That's a little bit of foreshadowing for the next pair. And I uh, followed it with Halsey, who uh, sampled that song with in her song, New Americana. Uh, we are the New Americana, raised on Biggie and Nirvana. And she took a little piece of, uh, of Juicy and infused it into her song and made it her own. All right, on to that foreshadowing. Here's a little salt and pepper. Spinderella cut it up one time. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all of the things, all of the things that make me. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex for now. To the people at home or in the crowd. It keeps coming up anyhow. Don't be coy, avoid, or make void the topic. Cause that ain't gonna
So we started with Salt and Peppa and uh, their song, Let's Talk About Sex. And uh, yeah, I guess this goes uh, without explaining, but follow that with Sex by Cheat Codes and Crisscross Amsterdam. And they sampled Salt and Peppa's song, um, which came out in 1990. And uh, but prior to that, it was uh, Juicy by Biggie Smalls. And that came out in 1994. And uh, Halsey's sampling of that in New Americana was what followed it. Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah, Raised on Biggie and Nirvana. Um, I was born in 85. And so I was only five years old when salt and Peppa's song, Let's Talk About Sex, came out. But I can remember listening to it and uh, definitely had uh, Biggie play an important role in my my musical repertoire when I was younger. Um, I guess that's what happens when you grow up in southwestern Ontario and your music comes from Detroit radio stations. Um, definitely more radio there than we have here, so that was kind of helpful. So yeah, we uh, we capped off that set with uh, 1990, and now we're going to skip the 80s altogether because uh, really, yeah, th- th- there was nothing this year that I could find that sampled anything from the 80s. So uh, we're going to move right into the 70s and uh, we're going to start off with an, an unlikely pair. But uh, yeah, I didn't notice until I looked it up on who sampled. But uh, yeah, it's a pretty obvious sampling when you uh, get to hear it. But I didn't I didn't pick it up at first. So hopefully this uh, back-to-back playing of these songs will make it more apparent to you.
was walking down the street the other day, trying to distract myself, but then I see your face. Oh wait, that's someone else. Oh, trying to play a coy, trying to make it disappear. But just like the Battle of Troy, there's nothing subtle here. In my room, there's a king size space, bigger than it used to be. If you want, you can rent that place. Call me an amenity. Even if it's in my dreams.
Funds. He was sobbing, he was mobbing, way belligerent and drunk Talking out his head, philosophing on what the Lord had done He said, kid, I can you pray for me? It been a fucked up day for me I know that you anointed, show me how to overcome He was looking for some closure, hoping I can bring him closer to the spiritual My spirit do no better, but I told him I can sugarcoat the answer for you This is how I feel, if somebody killed my son, that means somebody getting killed Tell me what you do for love, loyalty and passion up All the memories collected, moments you can never touch I went in front of niggas
we started that set with Psycho Killer by The Talking Heads, and that was from 1977. And we followed it with uh, Bad Liar by Selena Gomez. And uh, then we went into some James Brown from 1976, Get Up Off of That Thing. And Kendrick Lamar sampled that song in his song Triple X, which featured U2. Um, not every day does Hyde Aguirre Radio get a shout out, but I just wanted to kind of call some attention to uh, something that went down today, Thursday, June 8th, 2017. Um, Hyde Radio Society won Reviewington's coveted Best New Radio Station Award. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Reviewington, but um, they review things, um, like unorthodox things, but th- they review them nonetheless. So if you'd like to check out our our review and our um, coveted award that we won today, um, you can you can check it out at reviewington.ca. And um, yeah, just a little little excerpt from it. Um, the Grassroots Society, now known as Across Haida Gwaii for its always entertaining and eclectic programming, burst onto the previously non-existent Haida Gwaii radio scene last winter by broadcasting the annual Clan Basketball Tournament which take, takes place in Skidigat on Haida Gwaii. With little to no planning or preparation of any kind, the HGRS threw together a veritable all-star team of commentators to broadcast the wildly popular tournament. Listeners archipelago-wide provided rave reviews of the inaugural bo- broadcast and the spirit of Haida Gwaii Radio Society was born. And um, we've got a quote uh, also in this article by Reviewington um, from my... Uh, my co-host Linnea Files, and because she can't be here tonight, I'm going to read the quote for her, so it's kind of like she's with us right now. We would like to thank Reviewington for this, our first award. We'd also like to thank the communities of Haida Gwaii for not already having a radio station, which made this venture possible. Considering that HGRS has, as of yet, not been heard on one actual radio, this is an enormous honor, (laughs) and congratulations to all the other nominees. We are sure that with... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that the competition was stiff. Well, there you have it, folks. Hadaguaya Radio Society, of which we are a part, winning the coveted Best New Radio Station Award. Thank you, Reviewington, for reviewing us and awarding us such a prestigious honor. Okay, so we, we were in the late 70s there with the Talking Heads and James Brown. Different genres sampled by top 40 artists of 2017 nonetheless. And uh, we're moving into our last, um, I guess we call them couplets, our last couplets of the evening. And uh, we're getting into more like mid to early 70s um, with a little more explosive hip-hop and then you know some like dancey pop so just to keep it erratic and um yeah sorry about uh the off-air segment that's the static part of the evening radio occasionally even during our radio shows all right let's get some more music on hopefully we stay on the air
All right, folks, we're getting close to the end of the show. Thanks for hanging in there with me as I went it alone. Um, we started that off with Prison Song by Tommy Butler featuring Carlton Williams, and that was from 1976. And it was sampled in Future Song Mask Off. And actually, you can hear the lyrics of Prison Song really clearly at the very end of the song of uh, Mask Off as it starts fading out. You can hear... Um, yeah, Tommy Butler and Carlton Williams. Uh, that pair uh, juxtaposed by ABC by the Jackson Five. A little bit of a different uh, feel to it. Um, that was from 1970, and um, Sigala recently um, used a sample of the song in their song "Easy Love." And uh, yeah, I think they did a really good job with it. Super catchy. I had myself uh, found myself kind of like bobbing along to it. So with that, um, we're going to I'm going to leave you with one more song, and it happens to be the most sampled song, according to WhoSampled.com, and it's been sampled two thousand five hundred and eighty-four times. So there's just something about "Amen, Brother" by the Winstons, circa nineteen sixty-nine, that uh, artists today really like to use in their modern music. So. Here we go.